Welcome to the Plant Spirit Podcast on connecting with plant consciousness and the healing wisdom of nature. I'm your host, Sarah Artemisia, and I'm delighted to introduce our next guest to the show today. Lisa Estabrook is an artist, mother, way shower, author, home herbalist, and plant whisperer who has spent the last 30 years figuring out how to live a meaningful, heart-led, healthy, and joyful life. She's the co-creator of the Soulflower Plant Spirit Oracle Deck and founder of the online Soulflower Community Garden and heart-based Soulflower business with products to support and inspire connection with ourselves and our planet. So Lisa, thank you so much for joining us today. Just such a delight and honor to have you here. I am just buzzing with gratitude <laughs> and joy too. So it's <laughs> so amazing to connect with you. And mm-hmm. I just love your sweet connection with the plants. And I'd love to actually just start out there with hearing a bit about how do the plants really support you in your life's work? They are my mentors, my teachers, my guides, my friends, my therapists. They are all that and more, and they have always been there for me. And so for me, it has just been a remembering that they are there and a trusting that they are there and and an honoring of the truth that I feel and that I wish to create and express in this world. So it's a moment by moment spiraling path. <laughs> and yeah, it takes you on pla- to places that I never dreamed that I would be <laughs> visiting, let alone embodying. So I'm just always in awe and in gratitude for this opportunity to be a voice for the flowers and to be a voice for the earth. And to be, to remember myself as earth alongside them. Incredible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, and your work with the plants is truly in such a way of being a bridge. And I'm curious if you could tell us a bit more about that. Like, what does it mean to be a bridge and a way shower of the plants? It means that for me, I am sharing my journey I am just literally sharing my journey. That was all they ever asked me to do. To, you know, to to be my most authentic self. And in order to do that, I had layers and layers and layers of beliefs and stories and deeply held understandings that I had to look at and let go of and find, you know, and in that process, I found my heart in amongst that, you know, in the center of that, I found my heart and they have been my cheerleaders all along. And it's in each plant is always, for me, it's been, they communicate with me in my everyday waking consciousness. There are many incredible 
you know, opportunities to communicate in the dream realm, in shamanic journey, all those kinds of things. But for me, it has been in my everyday waking consciousness. So it's been like exploring this alternate reality, if you like. And I always felt like I was an alien somewhat on this planet. I, I really remember that as a child. I thought it was because I was an American growing up in England. That was really where, where I, my mind went with that. But I felt like I didn't really belong. And I feel like the plants are helping me to, first of all, they helped me to remember who I was. And that I, through the process of sharing that, I'm helping other souls and other hearts remember who they are and to let go of these dandelion there, let go of these, these structures that are, that are literally making us so sick and unhappy in our, in, in this gift of life that we have. I mean, to see it as a blessing. And so that alien feeling, I, you know, on one side, you you think, oh, the world is just awful. I mean, my my stepfather, for instance, instilled in me that life is hard and then you die mantra. And that's really a, a deeply held belief by many. And we just have to get through this. We have to just struggle and suffer through it. And I totally took that on, like most humans do. And the plants really helped me to to change my perspective that life is a gift. And I live here in this garden of Eden. You know, it's, it's the most beautiful, abundant planet that we get to, to live and share and experience. It's really just how you look at it. It's literally a flipping of the switch. And when I finally flipped that switch, I stepped fully into that plant path, you know, fully into belonging and letting go of that suffering peace. And that doesn't mean that everything is rainbows and unicorns. Holy smokes, it's not. But you feel resourced and you feel grounded and you feel embodied in a way that I never was. You know, I was up in my head trying to force and control life and the plants brought me back to life in a way that, oh my God, eminently grateful for in every, every breath, every breath. And so that's what I mean by being a bridge. I want to, I desire deeply to plant that seed in the hearts of whoever finds my work or connects with my work. That's the dandelion logo. It's like, that's my intent to plant that seed in the hearts of you know other souls that they can have a happy joyful life they can be of service without you know draining themselves and perjuring their hearts truth and their souls you know for an external cause that in the process of really coming home to ourselves, that is how we heal this earth. And the plants have been so clear about that. And as a mother, I, you know, as a woman, I was raised to believe that I had to do everything for everybody else, you know, in order to have value. And the flowers have been like, no, no, you have value. That's 
Now you need to tend and water yourself. And that's the seed that I wish to plant in others. And as I'm learning how to do that in myself, that sharing of that process is how, how I share that seed, you know? So that's the bridge piece. <laughs> that's the bridge piece. And then I know that everyone will find their own journey as they, as they will, you know, as they allow that seed to grow in them. So yeah, so much in what you just shared there that how the plants really help us come back to a sense of belonging, of feeling at home in the body on this planet, yeah. of expressing the the self in such an organic open way just like they do and yeah. I love your work with the plant spirit oracle deck and your connection with flowers and I'm curious particularly because this is quite the intense time on the planet we're in right now who are some of the main plant allies that you've been hearing and feeling coming forward to really support the collective experience right now? Well, dandelion, number one, <laughs> dandelion, dandelion, come back to life, come back to life and not, you know, life as it was before, but life as it could be, <laughs> as, as it is as it is actually, not even as it could be. I mean, there's this sense that we, you know, imagine the life that you want to have and you still are projecting it in the future, right? <laughs> you know, it's really coming you know, coming home to this absolute moment that we're in. And so Daylily is also very much bringing me there, a stargazer surrendering into this moment and how we can, as a humanity, just surrender to the process that we're going through, you know, it is, and just, it's bringing us, I mean, it's, I want to say, and it might trigger, it might be a little triggering, but I, when this whole pandemic started with this whole thing, I literally was like, yes, and now it begins, like, and, and, it was like the plants and nature is jumping for joy. And we had that three or four week period where we saw how quickly, how quickly we could reconnect with the earth, how quickly we could solve most of what we're doing by simply letting go of controlling this life and this process. And I feel like these last two years that the everything is coming up for us to see, to see. And because you can't heal it unless you can see it. You can't heal it unless you can feel it. And I've spent a lifetime literally suppressing my pain, uh, chronic headaches my whole life. And I still have it. It's my, it's the part of me that lets me know when my body is out of alignment, when I'm, it's the part of me is that the way my body gets my attention. <laughs> and this is the way the earth is getting our attention, showing us that something that we cannot even see is, you know, it's, it, we cannot put a structure around it. We can't put a border around it. We, can, you know, it's unifying us in ways that if we could just let go of the labels of our differences that we can, are the labels that help us try to control our experience that we just, if we could just feel it all, you know, that we can then compost it 
that we can compost it and let it be nourishment for the next iteration of growth. This is what it is for me anyway. And that's hard. That's really hard. I mean, it took me a decade. It took me a decade to even allow that process and the world at large is going through that in a very accelerated way, in a very accelerated way. So it's so deeply understandable, the feeling of, oh my God, everything's out of control. Everything's falling apart because that's the way I felt when my life, when my world was falling apart, you know, in my own individual journey. The hellebore is here too. Hellebore is very much here. And she was the plant that told me that, you know, that helped me feel deeply into that divinely feminine space, that creator space, the womb space, the dark, and not be afraid of it. That that was where creation is. This is how, you know, this is how we deeply connect into our creative selves and Remember our power to create the world around us. Yeah. Through our relationships with everything. So can, I mean, the invitation from the plants is just to freaking let go. Just stop. Just stop. (laughs) Just witness. Just observe. And just be the most loving and kind and compassionate and forgiving human heart that you can be for yourself and for everybody else that's going through this process. That's what the plants are telling. Just, you know, it's like when you give somebody a bouquet of flowers, I tell you, you know, it's when you give somebody a bouquet of flowers, it makes, it, it raises a vibration. It helps you feel better. It, it creates space for healing. There's that little bit of beauty and love. And it's, and it doesn't matter who you are, you know how that feels. And we use flowers for everything in our, you know, the big ceremonies, the important transitions of our lives. And and and, and it it doesn't even have to be that bouquet of flowers. It maybe it's that sunset. And then just the the, the pause, that moment of feeling the the wind on your skin, even <laughs> the feeling the breath. All these things are here supporting us to just witness, to just witness and Allow this. It's everything's just energy too. I mean, <laughs> just explaining that to my daughter this morning, who was emotional and just overwhelmed, and like, just feel it. You don't have to try to fix it. You don't have to. We don't have to try to fix the world right now. The world doesn't need fixing. It needs loving, and you need loving. That's what it needs. That's the that's the most potent healer there is, right? <laughs> so. So all the flowers are stepping up for us. All of nature is stepping up for us to remember this truth and just to hold that knowing in our hearts as we deal with some really difficult shit, (laughs) you know, really difficult stuff that we've buried for a long, long time. But I, and I don't know when or how this process is going to resolve itself or you know I don't think it ever does but I feel like as each one of us steps up to be these the loving compassionate souls that we all are and to see that in everyone else around us so each one of us takes that responsibility and that's the biggest responsibility there is as each one of us does that 
and feels it all, we're going to heal this planet because we are a part of the planet. We are each a cell of this planet or, you know, and, and that's how the healing starts and it ripples out. It ripples out like exponentially. It's like that beautiful story about the grain of rice. You just double it every day and you know, pretty soon you got millions and millions of grains of rice. I think just that, you know, each one of us stepping up and, and just being the beautiful flowers that we are <laughs> and giving that to ourselves. That's, that's, I just want to sow hope, you know, and compassion. <laughs> And I want to, you know, my work in the world, it's like, I want it to feel like a bouquet of flowers that you're gifting yourself when you get the deck, if you get it. Or if you don't even want to get it, you can, you know, you can play with it on my website. It's like, this. I don't, I don't need you to purchase it. I just need you to, to you know, take a breath and stop, you know, <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. That's a lot. I don't know where that's coming from, but it's just like flowing through me. <laughs> The plea, the yeah. plea. So much of what I hear in that is this both direct connection with the plant realm and also this understanding of, of being the witness to what is, of, of honoring what is, of bringing the shadows forward in a loving, compassionate way so that we can actually heal them instead of, you know, leaving them locked in a dark closet kind of a thing. And also working with this understanding and experience of nature as mirror and the plants as mirror. And I was curious if you could tell us a bit more of that. How do you experience the plants as mirrors? And and also this 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 thing of the garden of the of the self the garden of the soul how do you see this relationship of plants as mirrors and the garden of the soul as being connected and interrelated mm. so at some point i recognized myself as a plant <laughs> that i'm just a complicated house plant right and so in my journey with the flowers without exception the flowers make themselves known to me, you know, which one of them is working with me right now, multiple layers of them. And we're always working with, I'm working with multiple ones at all times, it's not like a linear thing, right? But each one of them would come and it took me a while to recognize that the medicine that they were offering was exactly what I needed in my life at that particular moment and time. And so I have you know, a curiosity around medicinal plants and herbs and flower medicine. And I've, you know, that's my reading of choice, you know, that's my entertainment. It's, it's, you know, that's my hobby, but never from a standpoint of wanting to, to reduce the flower to a set of, or the plant to a set of clinical medicinal constituents and so forth. And so when I'm working with a plant, it makes itself known to me. Like I will all of a sudden be like, wow, you know, sunflowers coming through. I mean, you, uh, you, here we have the Ukrainian war and all of a sudden sunflowers are flooding every single aspect of our Western culture. And to me, it's like, 
you know, de- uh, sunflowers, like stand up, stand up, shine, you know, have some confidence in your ability to know who you are and the, you know, the, the magnificence of who you are as a soul, you know, and, and, and she's mirroring that to all of us. She's standing up and getting our attention. And so whether we kind of like can articulate that knowing or not, she's there and reflecting that for us. And we feel that. And so even if we don't necessarily know the, the energetic medicine of that flower, she's there for us all mirroring it, it for us. And, and so what, you know, before that in my own life, like dandelion, for instance, and I have, I share this story a lot, but it was really when I was working with dandelion in my life, I spent about six months in the beginning um, just sketching and drawing and sitting with her. And I've always taken dandelion tea. I love dandelion tea. But I didn't really feel, I didn't understand the medicinal part of it, you know, Um I didn't understand the energetic part of it, sorry. And I was sitting in my garden. It was right around the time when Frozen, the movie, was out. And do you remember Elsa? And she's like singing, let it go, let it go. My kids were young at that time. And they're just hollering, let it go, at the top of their lungs with their dandelion flowers in their hands, you know, running around, spreading the seeds everywhere. And I got it. It was like this full body. Oh, you know, I got it. And that was the beginning of my understanding of all these, that all these thoughts that I'm having, all these beliefs and stories that I'm having, it's like, let's let them go one at a time, layer at a time. Like, And I can literally see them and feel them. It was like a movie of the little seed, like floating up into the air and letting go. And so, so, you know, and each flower that I've been working with in the deck and or in my life, it always shows up at the right time. Whether I, you know, I'm not in control of that, whether I'm doing a daily pick on my, in my cards or whether it's literally coming through in my gardens, the way that plants have this, they have this way of getting your, their, your attention. They literally wave at you. I am convinced they wave at you and they get your attention out of the corner of your eye and you just, you know, you're drawn into them or you're drawn into the color or you're drawn into the scent or the beauty of it. It just pulls you in. And, and then I pay attention to what's going on in my life. And I know that there's synchronicity, that there's medicine in that. And sometimes they come up, I mean, they come in my feed, they come in people's t-shirts, you know, <laughs> on a tea towel. Somebody gifted me a tea towel covered in nasturtiums, you know, and I'm like, that's how, and they're kind of, it's kind of, they got a good sense of humor too, in that way. So, I mean, people are mirrors for us too. Everything is a mirror for us. This whole life is a, is a, you know, a mirror for our own understanding of who we are. And, and to me, when people say, well, who are you? Well, I'm spirit embodied. I'm fully divine and I'm fully the earth as well. And that's who I am. And so that's what we're remembering, you know, and that we're earth, that we're fully earth. Um, so the tending piece 
is that we are flowers too. We're part of this earth and, and we need to tend to ourselves and with as much care and love and compassion as we tend to our gardens, our children, our families, our pets. We need to care for ourselves. And we hear it all the time. Like, you know, you know, put your oxygen mask on first before you help somebody else. But we don't do that. You know, we don't actually do that. And so for me, nature has been showing me how, teaching me, guiding me how to do that, how to tend myself, how to notice when I feel tired and actually listen to that, <laughs> how to let go with grace, like the trees let go, how to see my life uh, and all my experiences as the, the component, the, like as the, as the soil of my life, that it's growing the, the best and highest expression of myself in my own life, you know, and that to see my challenges and difficulties as, as part of the nourishment, you know, that can grow my highest self. If we're not challenged, well, then we're just going to be sort of like, you know, the babied rose that can't, can't handle assaults, you know, the, a, a snowstorm or something like that, you know, it's like it, it, it builds resilience and it builds strength and it builds it builds diversity and, and uniqueness and all those sorts of things. So, I mean, there's everything about nature is mirroring to me how I am no different, just no different, just more complex perhaps, you know, cause I have legs and I move and so forth. But I love how science, you know, I've been, you know, hearing more and more about how science is, you know, beginning to articulate that there's a, there's a consciousness with plants and, and then, you know, my husband teases me, like, you know, he screams when I'm cutting up a carrot, you know, and stuff like that. <laughs> so it's like understanding that we are part of it and that we are just as, um, I don't want to say, I'm having a hard time finding the word, but you know, it's like, we're just a, a, a drop a minute drop and we think we're so important, you know, and I know that the world is going to continue the when I'm not on this planet, you know, and the, and the flowers and the plants are like that too. You know, I just, you know, they give up their bodies willingly. They let go. They, you know, they just, it's just all for love and all for you. <laughs> so I'm, you know, I'm learning to, to lighten up a little bit, you know, and the seriousness of, of the ten, my own tending, learning to play a little bit more, learning to let go, learning to, and it's not learning, it's remembering. This is deep. This is deep cellular wisdom that we each hold as, you know, I remember once feeling like that, you know, our learning that there's like only like six or some sort of chemical components of the, I don't know, of the earth, like six like compounds that everything is a different version of that, but that you just rearrange those atoms and you'll get a tree and you rearrange those components and you'll get a human and rearrange it. And there's some water, you know, or a rock, you know, and, and that we just continually are recycling the same set of compounds that have always been here on this planet. We're just recycling them over and over and over again. And and so when I think about place and who I am, I, I, and then I understand that our bodies rebuild themselves every seven years. I am like, I am part of this land that I'm on. I'm the food that I eat, the 
all of this, it is, it is creating my cells. And I hold that wisdom of the earth around me and the land that I'm on and the water that I drink. I'm holding that wisdom too. And I'm healing that as well. You know, in, in the process of tending to myself, I'm healing that as well. And that, and that also that that's the wisdom that we have within us. And, and so I, I feel like, again, also learning with the, each of the plants that they, wherever they grow, they have like, they have their own personalities. I mean, there's an overarching dandelion deva, right? It's like the sole blueprint of it. But the dandelion that's growing in your yard and the dandelion that's growing in my yard have a little bit different medicine, you know, and they have a little bit different personality. And because they're embodying what's right there and, so in this whole process of mirroring and tending, you know, that's, that's where our strength is, is right where we're at. We don't have to extend all the way around the world, you know, or, or think big even in our healing. Because it's all right there. It's all right there in our, in our land. And so like, if, you know, I call, what can I do? How can I help? How can I support? And I know that just like tending that little piece of ground that I'm on, or the body that I'm in, if I don't have land that I'm supporting, that's how I'm helping the whole deeply, helping the whole. Yeah, to start where we are. There's so much, so much power in that. There is all the power in that. That's, there's all the power. And I, I think about that a lot, like, oh, you know, well, is there only power if I, if I can get my words out to millions of people? No, all I need is my own heart to be feel whole and that's what's happened and then you know and then when your own heart feels whole you can then it's your you know it's it's not my duty that's not what it but it's my it's my honor to to share that you know to turn around and serve and help the next the next soul that's stepping into that remembering and we're all in different places you know we're all in different places and that's the beautiful diversity that that uh, the plants are showing us. And I'm just, what came into my mind right now is I have meadowsweet in my garden and meadowsweet is not in the deck, but it's growing in one particular area of my garden. And it's about three feet tall and gorgeous and beautiful. And I was tending another area and I thought oh, meadowsweet would be beautiful over here too. But when I planted it over there and it's literally a hundred yards away, it's now six feet tall in this new spot. It's completely different. <laughs> It's completely different. And so I think that I don't know why that's coming in as medicine to share, but just that there's no, you know, with those constraints that we have, those, those beliefs are prisons, really, I think, in terms of what we think is going to fix us and how we're going to heal and how we're going to, you know, serve this world and make it a better place. Yeah, that's so connected to what we were talking about earlier too, with the how the mind can sometimes get in the way or create a, a false constriction of experience. Yes. And I'd love to hear a bit more about your experience of connecting directly with plants through the heart. And you know, what is that like? And why do that? Like, what is the benefit of doing that? Yeah, the plants are only available. I think like that consciousness is available through our hearts. They don't speak English, you know, people say, well, how do you get that message? You know, how did you understand that message? And it was like, it just bubbled up from within 
it was like, it just, it's like a inner bubbling up of, of words. And, and then it's up to me to express it. And sometimes you express it through art and drawing, but it only really makes sense when you turn your mind off and stop trying to understand it. In other words, like when I could get out of my left brain, <laughs> when I could get out of my need to know or understand or have validation or hear the voice of the plant, you know, like, like some sort of mystical experience. <laughs> it's nonverbal. It's like that knowing when you know what a child or a baby or a, a pet for instance, you know, you know, when they're hungry, you know, when they're, you, you, they have personalities, right? And that's the same way that the plants come through for me. And you just like, as you build relationship with them, like any human or pet or, or a child, you know, it's like, you, you start to just know who they are and where they like to be and, and what makes them feel aligned and happy and just like full of life. And, you know, and you know, when the plant, I mean, obviously you can see when they're wilting and not happy, you know, that's a real visual for us, but you can, you just start to feel it in your, you know, you know, you'll walk past and be like, Oh my goodness, you, you, you need more sun. You know, you're not happy right there. You need more sun and you'll just know. And so it's just like this, and it's just takes so much trust because we're not, we're really not educated in the way of our bodies and the wisdom of our hearts. We're just not educated in that. We, we want to put the plants in a, so it's, so I'm, it's interesting seeing how science is like, you know, analyzing and, and learning how about plant consciousness. And they're trying to kind of like, you know, make tests that show a response that they're intelligent because they do X, Y, and Z, you know, so that means that they're intelligent, but, but it's so much bigger than that. It's, it's so much bigger than that. You know, can you, and like, can you feel your connection with the flower? Because that's where the, you know, and so people often have a favorite flower, right? Or they have a story around a flower. And, and so I, I, I like to draw attention to that. Like, I feel like the flowers really speak through our stories and our memories. And so when we share our stories, I have, you know, that flower was my grandma's favorite. And then you feel what it felt like to be with your grandmother that, you know, used to bake the cookies or whatever <laughs> you had, if you were lucky to enough to have that kind of relationship, you know, and, that is the energy of the flower speaking like to you, connecting with you through your heart's knowing that's, you know, that's where it's at. You know, it's, it's not, it's into me. So for me, it's not been a kind of like, well, let's, you know, this is this, this, you know, this is the sole attribution that I feel. This is how I feel when I'm with the flower. This is how it makes me feel when I'm drawing it. This is what, you know, this is how I feel in my body. And then that's the, the soul quality that I'm, or the energy or the medicine that I'm distilling from my relationship with it. And it's always evolving. It's always evolving. Every time I, like, I, like a friendship or a relationship with anybody, you get to know more and more about them. So that's another way that they're 
mirroring us because we are there's so much more we every every cycle of the solar system every turn of the spiral that we walk we learn more and more and more about our own selves let alone <laughs> let alone our planet that we live on you know it's so exciting <laughs> it's so exciting it is yeah. and quite an exciting time to be alive <laughs> well it is because it's it, it is and it you know and excitement and fear feel pretty similar in the body i think most people would would resonate with that you know, so it's really about well, then what, what is your mind aligning with the fear or the excitement? You know, am I oscillate? Of course, we all do. Yeah. And so much about that that relationship piece of attunement and and connecting with, you know, as we connect with the core essence of the plants that comes through in our relationship with them and how we experience that. I, I hear so much of that in your work and just the mm-hmm. power and the beauty and the magic and the evolution that is possible when we do this. And yeah, the magic, 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 magic it is. And we can't see it. We can't see it. And we can't like articulate I means this, you know, like we know germs are there, right. But we can't see them. You know, <laughs> well, plant consciousness is there. We can't understand it from our, minds you know we just we can't do that we can't or from our physical senses or our human senses but our heart is a sense that we haven't that we haven't really been educated in you know learning to use to use but we all kind of you know we we, it's sort of in our like we have a sense you know we know when things are when things don't resonate we use that word resonate a lot so I feel like it's there. It's right on the it's right on the periphery of our understanding. We just have to let go of our need to control and figure it all out. <laughs> yeah, and you talked about it as a cellular knowing of a remembering of a cellular knowing. Yeah, and that's that's the most like intangible thing that there could possibly be in ourselves, you know. And I, you know, I've, it's taken me a long time to trust that innate wisdom that we each have, you know, and that's that we we have that. And I mean, that's what I've been learning. Like, I have the wisdom in my own life to know what is my path, what brings me joy, what makes me feel feel you know connected and grounded, and what makes me feel alive and I belong. I mean, those are sort of the sorts of things that we have we've we've sort of tried to put into a set of externals and it's not it's internals it's it's internals because i i certainly followed the directives you know the do this a b and c and you're going to be happy and then it wasn't the case and i think that a lot of us are finding a lot of people are finding that you know that and to me that's the yeah, it's coming back to the magic and the mystery that is life that we're flowing in. And that's the feminine. That's the feminine that we're with the dark, the beautiful, nourishing, reflective, creative aspect that you know that we're coming back into and the rest and the peace, <laughs> you know, all these things that we're we're remembering how to embody. It's a process. It really is a process. <laughs> it's such an important one. And we're doing it. We are doing it. Just, you know, it's just baby steps. So you want, we want to have a finish line. There's no finish line. There's no end to healing. It's part of growing. 
I think it's like, like I sometimes say holing instead of healing because you get really confused with like curing, like a, like a, it's like a different thing to cure something or to, you know, healing is like an integration. You have remembered it as a, as a part of yourself. And it's not like a, like curing of my headaches. Well, now I never have a headache, you know, it's more like an integration of the aspect of it that it brings me. And healing as an integration of, of who we are and our journeys. I'd have, I've had to repeat these words over and over and over. I mean, I, you know, take that mantra out of, I, I'm not enough. I don't have enough and replace it with the, the mantra of I am whole. I am, you know, free. I am sovereign. I am love. I am divine. All those things all the time. It's, it's a work in progress. Just like my gardens. That that's where I feel so at home is in my gardens and the tending of them. Every time I'm out there tending, I'm tending myself at the same time. Tending myself at the same time. Yeah. Even if it's a house plant too. I think that just that that part of loving something just that as it is, <laughs> you know. So powerful. Well, Lisa, your connection with the plants is clearly so powerful and, and so deep. And so tell us, how can people find out more about you and your work? Well, I have my website, mysoulflower.com. My mission is to share. I'm, the way show or part of it is to just share my, my journey and to be the most in the most authentic way that I can. And so I share monthly my my stories, my journeys with the plant spirits and sharing my stories i hope that others will see themselves in those stories and it helps to to begin or deepen their own relationship with the plants and with themselves so mysoulflower.com and they can try out the deck they can practice tending with the plant spirits there i don't collect personal information you can just go and choose a card and begin that process of of tending yourself you know directly and then there's just a lot of a lot of products there which I've made for myself absolutely everything the deck was my own tool for my own journey of healing and then everything that I create there is something that I need (laughs) I created for myself or that the plants have inspired me to create for my own journey and of remembering and so that's all there that's all there and and so is a community it's a mighty network community and it's a place where women are gathering to a safe place to be themselves and to to share in the journey and i know also that when i'm there attending that space i'm tending myself too and i know that when i read other people's stories and and share their experiences you know, I'm also tending myself and tending them too. So it's just, it's a, it's a really, it's a beautiful virtual garden and an invitation to, to those that want to come into that quiet space and to, to connect with others and feel a sense of belonging in this journey that we're all on. Amazing. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for joining us today. It's just been such a delight and joy to connect with such a kindred spirit and I'm so grateful for your work in the world for your connection with the plants and you know and allowing that to just flow thank you 
Thank you. And thanks so much for listening and joining us today on the Plant Spirit Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it, and please follow to subscribe, leave a review, and look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.